Welcome to Healing at the Speed of Light. Every week, we discuss how laser therapy is changing healthcare and how you can benefit. Now, here is your host and founder of Laser Therapy Institute, Dr. Jason Roundtree. Thanks for listening this week on Healing at the Speed of Light. My name is Dr. Jason Roundtree, and I'll be your host today again. This podcast is sponsored by Laser Therapy Institute, which promotes excellence in laser therapy. To find a clinic near you, you can go to lasertherapyinstitute.org. You can email us info at lasertherapyinstitute.org for additional questions or assistance. Today, I'd like to talk to you a little bit about increasing blood flow utilizing laser therapy. Now, blood flow is essential for all the functions of all the tissues in your body. Every cell needs some level of input from blood flow. We're talking about oxygen delivery, nutrients, and so forth. So you need to have good blood flow if you're going to have healthy tissues. One of the things that happens in injury is blood flow is actually oftentimes reduced by the presence of swelling and positive pressures that prevent enough blood flow from getting to the area. The process of less blood flow actually inhibits tissue healing. So getting enough blood flow to an area is very, very important. That's one of the reasons that you'll be directed to try to minimize swelling to an injury, whether that's by using ice, which is a little bit of an outdated um, mode of treatment now, uh, or elevating or compressing an area like a, like a, a sprained ankle that swells a lot. The more swollen it is, the slower it is to heal. So getting that swelling down is very important. One of the big functions there is so it can get enough blood flow. The study we're going to be looking at today is titled Limb Blood Flow After Class Four Laser Therapy. And this was published in 2012 in the Journal of Athletic Training by a mixed group of uh, physical therapists, PhDs, and chiropractors. And pretty interesting study, what these guys did is they applied laser to the bicep muscle and then measured blood flow in the forearm. So the bicep muscle is in the upper arm and of course the forearm is down the lower part of the arm. So they applied the laser to the bicep muscle and then checked blood flow further down the arm to see if they would have any changes in blood flow distal from where they treated. So not just where the laser was applied, but actually downstream, if you will, from where the laser was applied. So before we get to the results from that, namely, what kind of conditions would benefit from increased blood flow? Well, nerve damage, big time. We spend a lot of time on this podcast talking about neuropathy um, because neuropathy, nerve damage, can occur in many different conditions. It doesn't have many good solutions or treatments out there, but promoting better blood flow to those nerves can oftentimes greatly diminish the symptoms and even reverse some of the damage. So if you can get more blood flow to damaged nerves, many times they heal. They do much better. Symptoms reduce quite well. Same thing for the sprained ankle example I named a minute ago. If you get more blood flow there, the tissues heal faster. So these uh, athletic injuries, sprained strains, do much, much better if you can get more blood flow. Really, name just about any condition, and almost all of them can do much better with improved blood flow. The only, the only um, condition you would say wouldn't do better with more blood flow would be an active hemorrhage, right? If you're bleeding, you really don't want more blood flow. So the study says that laser therapy induces changes in blood flow and microcirculation to promote healing by controlling ischemia, 
hypoxia, and edema after injury. So ischemia is a lack of blood flow, hypoxia is a lack of oxygen, and edema is swelling. Those three things together, if you can control those factors, then you can limit the amount of damage it takes place uh, over time and also speed up healing. They say increased circulation in and around the injury zone creates a favorable environment for biological repair after a musculoskeletal injury. Musculoskeletal injury, anything involving the muscles or the skeleton, uh, so fractures, sprain strains, rotator cuff tears, things like that. So if laser works to improve blood flow, what type of laser? Not any kind of laser, not all lasers are the same. You've got lasers that can shoot down drones and you've got uh, laser pointers that people use every day in presentations. What are we talking about here when we say laser uh, for therapy and specifically for improving blood flow? Well, the authors discuss class three lasers versus class four lasers. Now, class three lasers uh, emit power of uh, five to 500 milliwatts. So that's a very, that, that's what we consider a low powered laser or a cold laser, low intensity laser. There's a few different names for it. Uh, whereas class four lasers are any lasers that emit power more than 500 milliwatts. So from 500 milliwatts up to one watt, even as far as 20 or 100 watts, those lasers are all in the class four category. The paper says, Class four lasers can emit greater photonic energy in a shorter period of time than class three B lasers without producing an appreciable rise in tissue temperature under normal treatment protocols. So what that means is you can take one of these high powered lasers, a class four laser, and apply it in a way with the right settings and obviously using the right type of equipment too, that instead of heating up tissues, you are delivering the same type of laser effects as the lower powered lasers, uh, just in a shorter period of time. Uh, the paper also says, this higher power becomes important when treating injuries to deeper tissues, such as ligaments, muscles, tendons, and cartilage. Several published reports have questioned the ability of low power lasers to effectively transmit energy beyond the skin into deep musculoskeletal tissues. Now, if you've got a skin condition you wanna treat, you, you need very low power. But this paper is saying if you want to get into deeper tissues, if you have a muscle injury or a tendon injury, you're going to need more power. The researchers go on to say beam intensities, laser beam intensities greater than one watt greatly improve light transmission through soft tissues when compared to lower beam intensities. Therefore, class four lasers using beam intensities of greater than one watt may have an advantage over class three lasers in transmitting light to deeper tissues. So again, class three laser can deliver an effective dose, especially at more shallow uh, tissues and skin conditions can do quite well. If you're going for deeper tissues, you really need to be in that class four laser to deliver higher doses to those deeper tissues not surgical lasers, not the lasers that shoot down drones. We're talking about a kind of an in-between. And the unfortunate thing is there's only class one, two, three, and four lasers. And everything above half a watt is in the class four category. And again, that can go all the way up to the, the lasers on ships that can shoot down missiles uh, and then straight to uh, all the way down to your therapy lasers that can still deliver a safe, therapeutic dose without heating up the tissues at all, really. But 
still stronger, still strong enough to get into those deeper injured tissues like ligaments, muscles, nerves. Okay, so again, what these researchers did is they applied class 4 laser to the bicep muscle, and then they measured blood flow before and after and during the treatment down in the forearm with the hypothesis, the idea that lasering the bicep would actually improve and increase circulation downstream from where they lasered. And, and that's exactly what they saw. They applied four minutes there, they measured the blood flow, and they said for a three watt dose, increases in, in blood flow from baseline levels were observed at minute four of treatment, so right in the last minute of the treatment, and persisted for up to two minutes after treatment. So even after the laser was discontinued, they still saw ongoing improvements in blood flow. We did not observe any changes in blood flow for a six watt setting, a one watt setting, or a sham dose. So the laser was turned off, basically. A fake dose. Whether it's during or after laser treatment. So what's the conclusion there? Well, they say that a properly designed laser treatment protocol with appropriate dose guidelines is a viable therapy to increase limb blood flow. So not just any injury, not just any laser, not just any power setting. You've got to have the right protocols. You've got to have the right equipment. You've got to be targeting the tissues correctly for this to really work well. And that is probably why a lot of folks out there uh, who have tried laser don't necessarily see some of the results that should be achievable. So if you're dealing with a condition that could improve quickly with better blood flow, whether that be a sprain strain injury, muscle tear, rotator cuff tear, um, arthritis, any of these injuries that could improve with better blood flow, you might want to look into laser therapy. But again, you got to have the right kind of laser. You got to have the right kind of protocols. And that's where laser therapy institute clinics really come into play because they've got the right dose parameters, they've got the right treatment protocols, and they can put that into action for you right away. Again, to find a clinic near you, you can go to lasertherapyinstitute.org or even contact us directly, info at lasertherapyinstitute.org. And in the meantime, if you've listened to this podcast and you've enjoyed hearing it, please go ahead and leave us a rating. Giving us a rating helps us to be found by other patients and other doctors online, and it helps to communicate what you think about the podcast. Always love to have some feedback. Thanks very much for joining me this week. I'll see you next time. Subscribe to this weekly podcast for more great information. Find a certified laser therapy clinic near you at lasertherapyinstitute.org. If you're a healthcare provider, check out our practitioner-focused Laser Therapy Institute podcast. Thanks for listening.